Welcome, dear friends and listeners, to The Quandary Vault, a podcast for the hopelessly inquisitive. I'm your host, Anthony, your guide through the shadows where folklore and legend intersect with science and the paranormal. Today, we take a deeper look at one of my favorite Cherokee legends. From the foothills of the Smokies going west into Tennessee comes the chilling Cherokee legend of Spearfinger, a tale of a rogue shape-shifting killer that feasts on the livers of her child victims. Let's step into the quandary vault and see what we can find. Deep within the ancient tapestry of Cherokee legend, the nightmarish figure known as Spearfinger emerged, a creature of stone and shadow that haunted the lands along the eastern side of Tennessee and the western reaches of North Carolina. Utlanta, as the Cherokee called her, was a formidable and cunning killer, her right forefinger resembling a lethal obsidian spear or knife stained with the blood of her victims always left a signature mark. To fully satisfy her murderous craving, she would feed on the livers of her kills. Spearfinger was not a mere harbinger of terror. She possessed the ability to shapeshift into the family members and other trusted adult figures of her child victims, permeating herself into the world before revealing her true horrifying form a stony, gnarled witch with a blood-soaked mouth and a long, razor-sharp finger. Her stone exterior rendered arrows useless against her, shattering upon contact with her impenetrable skin. She wielded powers beyond the mortal realm, effortlessly manipulating boulders and creating massive structures at will. Spearfinger's stone-like skin earned her the name Stone Dress among the Cherokee. Her malevolence echoed through the mountains as thunderous footsteps, crushing rocks beneath her feet. The eerie resonance of her voice traveled down the slopes, unsettling the birds of the forest and warning the Cherokee villages of her ominous presence. Dancing in the mist, Spearfinger sang of her insatiable appetite for livers, a chilling refrain that echoed through the ancient landscapes, translated loosely as, liver, I eat it, liver, I eat it. The Cherokee, aware of her deceptive nature, took precautions against the malevolent spirit. Parents cautioned their children not to venture alone into the forest where Spearfinger lurked, ready to assume the guise of a trusted relative. Her deceptive charm hid her true identity until the fatal moment when her razor-sharp finger struck and livers became her unholy feast. Autumn fires burning across the mountainsides lured in Spearfinger, drawn to the scent of roasted chestnuts. The Cherokee, wise to her tactics, set a trap for Spearfinger a pit covered with brush and a smoke signal of roasting chestnuts rising into the air. Lured by the ruse, Spearfinger fell into the trap, and the natives sprung their attack upon her. The celestial higher beings of Cherokee lore, embodied by birds, descended to aid the Cherokee in their battle against the liver-eating beast. The chickadee played a crucial role, guiding the hunters to target Spearfinger's hand, the source of her formidable power. As the final blow severed her heart, Spearfinger's stone structure crumbled, bringing an end to her curse. Yet, the legend persisted, echoing through the ages as Cherokee storytellers pointed to the place where her stone remnants lay. The truth-telling chickadee, forever a symbol of victory, ensured that the battle was won. This cautionary tale is a narrative of deception, bravery, and the enduring spirit of a people bound to the ancient mountains. This legend spins a tale that is steeped in Native American folklore and embellishments that are truly unsettling. But are there any truths within this story? Amidst the echoes of Cherokee folklore, 
scientific inquiry unveils intriguing possibilities that could lend a rational lens to some of the Spearfinger legend, stripping away layers of myth to reveal possible roots of its creation. One compelling avenue explores the geological aspects of the region, suggesting that peculiar rock formations or other natural geological occurrences might have inspired the tale. Visions of these strange structures could have kickstarted the tales of a shape-shifting monster. The thunderous sounds attributed to Spearfinger's footsteps could be linked to seismic activities from the area, or the sound of distant storms echoing through the mountains and sparking the imagination of those who witnessed or experienced such events. The obsidian knife or spear, a signature of Spearfinger, may have a geological counterpart. Perhaps the presence of sharp black rocks in the region, unfamiliar to those that first found them, led to the association with an otherworldly weapon. This geological inspiration could have fueled the legend's creation, with the ominous knife being an unfamiliar natural element rather than an actual supernatural appendage. Shapeshifting, a prominent feature in Cherokee folklore, might find its origins in the realm of psychology. Human tendencies to misinterpret or exaggerate events, coupled with the fear of an unknown assailant, could have contributed to the perception of a shape-shifting entity preying on the community. Not being able to ascertain the identity of a local threat could have led to the assumption that the assailant could simply change shapes to avoid detection. Psychology can also explain the fixation on the spear or the knife itself in the legend. Often in traumatic, dangerous situations, a person tends to only focus on the threat itself, with everything else falling into the background. Like when eyewitnesses from a crime scene can only clearly recall seeing the weapon, and all the other details about the assailant or situation are fuzzy or blurry. Moreover, the seasonal rituals and cautionary tales may have emerged from practical considerations or, well, plain old good parenting. The warning against venturing alone into the forest aligns with the universal human instinct for self-preservation pragmatic approach to avoiding potential dangers lurking in the wilderness, whether natural or supernatural. Putting these warnings alongside a very visceral tale only reinforces the message. While the Spearfinger legend has long been ensconced in the mystique of myth, scientific scrutiny unveils the potential influence that geological and psychological phenomena had in shaping this terrifying narrative. With legends like this, scientific inquiry can only take us so far. The only evidence to sift through really are stories and they are anecdotal at best. What if we look at the legend of Spearfinger through a different lens, a paranormal one? Delving into the speculative realms of the supernatural, some propose the Spearfinger could be linked to the shape-shifting lizard aliens popularized by author and paranormal enthusiast David Icke, affectionately known within the paranormal community as the Lizard People. According to this theory, these reptilian extraterrestrial entities have been infiltrating Earth for thousands of years, assuming human forms to manipulate human affairs. In the context of the Spearfinger legend, it's posited that this ancient reptilian being adopted various guises, including the stone-like form with the deadly Spearfinger. The legend, then, becomes a distorted reflection of encounters with these alleged reptilian beings, weaving together the mystical and the extraterrestrial into the scope of ancient folklore. Did our ancient ancestors encounter the lizard people? Well, that's for another episode. In the world of cryptozoology, some enthusiasts entertain the notion that Spearfinger could be a now-extinct cryptid, a mysterious creature that once roamed the wilds of Tennessee and North Carolina. Proponents of this theory suggest that the legend emerged as a way for indigenous peoples to explain encounters with the dangerous and elusive species. 
The stone-like appearance and lethal finger could be exaggerated characteristics attributed to this unknown creature. This theory imagines Spearfinger as a relic from an ancient time, a cryptid lost to history but immortalized in the legends of the Cherokee. Some propose that Spearfinger may be an interdimensional being, traversing the boundaries between the different planes of existence. In this hypothesis, her stone-like features, thunderous footsteps, and her ability to shapeshift could be manifestations of interdimensional capabilities beyond our current understanding. Perhaps Spearfinger could slip seamlessly between our reality and another, leaving echoes of her presence in the folklore of the Cherokee people. The legend in this context becomes a glimpse into the mysterious intersections of parallel dimensions and the entities that may reside within them. Diving even deeper into the vault, uh, pun intended, some argue that Spearfinger could be an inhabitant of the subterranean realms beneath the Earth's surface. Given the prevalence of supernatural tales from this region and the long-standing belief in entrances to inner Earth, hollow Earth, or even an alternate dimension, Spearfinger could be a mysterious inner Earth being that emerges from the depths to feast on tasty surface livers that you just can't get underground. The legends surrounding her might then be glimpses into encounters with entities from the inner Earth, suggesting a hidden world teeming with strange beings that occasionally breach the surface. Spearfinger serves as a bridge between the surface world and the subterranean realms, embodying the mysteries that lie beneath and highlighting the intricate connections between the surface and the hidden depths below. My favorite theory, however, pulls Spearfinger out of the world of the paranormal and places her somewhere closer to true crime. What if Spearfinger was human? Not an ordinary human, but rather a full-on serial killer. Picture an ancient landscape where the Cherokee roamed, and amidst them, a sinister figure prowling the forest stalking the local children. This theory suggests Spearfinger was not a supernatural entity at all, but rather a flesh-and-blood predator, leaving a signature mark with an obsidian knife, a mark of terror. Consider the eerie parallels between Spearfinger's mythical attributes and the modus operandi of serial killers. The sharp finger resembling a spear or knife always leaving a signature mark. The ability to change into friendly figures and gain the trust of victims. Having a particular victim type. The art of deception. These are all elements that echo the traits of real-life predators, particularly serial killers. Could it be that the legend of Spearfinger was born from a collective need to personify the horrors of a true crime story? Perhaps the whispers of her stone-like skin and blood-stained mouth originated from the gruesome scenes and aftermath of her heinous acts. The cautionary tales spun around campfires, warning children not to wander into the woods could have been a community's way of safeguarding against a very tangible and real human threat. In this true crime theory, Spearfinger's death reflects the eventual capture and demise of the actual human predator, justice served. Transitioning from human to legend, Spearfinger wants a tangible threat morphs into a cautionary tale, a creature of stone and shadow forever etched into Cherokee folklore. So where does that leave us? For me, I absolutely love this legend. Like most other cautionary folktales from antiquity, it has all of the elements that you would want in a good story. A nightmarish creature torturing the community, the clever and eventual triumph over evil, uh, God's taking on animal form. We get valuable life lessons that can be learned along the way. And we even get chestnuts roasting on an open fire. What more could you want? But do I think that there are any truths to the legend itself? Well, maybe. 
Naturally, stories tend to become embellished over time. But at the heart of the legend, I could see there being a nugget or two of truth in there. Personally, I love the idea that the legend of Spearfinger was created as a way for Native community to come to grips with an actual killer or killers in their midst that would expertly elude capture. The fact that even in the legend itself, Spearfinger is caught and vanquished further lifts the theory that she was a real-life creature, if not exactly human. I encourage you to further check out this and other Cherokee legends from this area. I left out parts in this legend about the Stone Man and some other embellishments and alternate versions for time's sake, and really for the scope of this episode, but they do add some wonderful flavor to the tale. Cherokee stories are powerful, and not always as gruesome as Spearfinger but some certainly are. The legend of Spearfinger continues to excite and terrify those that hear it, and for now, remains in the vault. Until next time, keep asking questions and never stop searching. Cheers. The Quandary Vault is written, produced, and hosted by Anthony James Valtiero. Music and audio accompaniments were provided by Dr. Tones. This episode was recorded and produced at the Blue Ridge Community College Library in Flat Rock, North Carolina. To support the podcast, visit patreon.com backslash thequandryvault.